0: for something that had gone on for as long as we had been married seriously
1: (laughs) since we were dating yeah
0: from the beginning to just name it and then say oh if we want to avoid this what would we do well it would be this and then it was gone
2: Another episode of Dear Men. Today we are talking about a really cool program called Couples Coaching Couples, and I'm super excited to have my friends Mark and Aisha here. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: Ah, it's thank great you. To be here, yeah, great to be here.
2: Yeah, so I was very intrigued when you when you guys first told me about this program because I think that you know there's a lot more that we could be doing to support couples in the world, and especially I have my attention on kind of lower cost programs because I know a lot of couples, we know when money is tight, it's hard to get couples counseling on a regular basis. Um, Sometimes that's challenging. So I'm excited to talk about this program and just hear about your experience getting support and um, sort of transformational work as a couple. Um, I've had lots of single folks on, but it's really exciting to have an actual live couple. So excited to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm wondering if you could just, yeah, walk us through how you heard about couples coaching couples and then how you decided to sort of join the program.
1: I think I was the, this is Mark. I was the first one to hear about the program and uh, I was helping out doing the sound um, at our our local church. And uh, my friend Bob said, have you ever heard about this couples coaching couples program and uh, he described it as if you're a couple and you're in distress you're going to go to counseling and go to a counselor but if you're a couple and things are going fairly well but you want to take it from good to great this is the kind of place that you would go to and yeah I was very interested and the group the heart of Virginia circle where we're at meets once a quarter and so I was invited you to come and sit in on a quarterly meeting. Actually, both Aisha and I were. As a couple, As yes. a couple. <laughs> However, you were at a conference.
0: Oh, okay. That's what it was. So Mark went by himself just to kind of check it out. And we were both really intrigued by the thought of being accountable. So they meet together face-to-face, not during COVID times, of course, but they meet together face-to-face once a quarter, and then you actually uh, – coach with another couple once a week you have a a weekly time you get together
1: yeah so um yeah so I went um like two years ago April and I sat in on on this uh quarterly meeting and you know I didn't know anyone and we were actually had only been in this part of the country on the east coast for maybe four months four (laughs) months or so and we thought it would be a great way to meet people, and we liked what the the mission was, and I loved it. So I came back and gave Aisha Thumbs a report up. <laughs> on it. Yeah, and she liked it enough to go ahead and and, and join right away. Go yeah, through. yeah,
0: we joined right away, and we kind of jumped in with both feet. And went. They have an annual conference as well, and we went to the annual conference just a, a few months later. And got to meet people from all over the country. And that was really cool. And it's like a Oh, sorry to
2: interrupt, but I so can you say a little bit more about like where it sounds like from what you said, like there was nothing wrong. You didn't choose to do this because there was something wrong. It was more of an aspirational, this is a program that supports couples to expand their potential even more than where they are. Out. would you say that's right or what was your kind oh, of
1: that's correct yes
0: yeah absolutely yes, you know sure. it was it's kind of an interesting thing as a couple you you get to go you know your life unfolds and you do things from week to week and you can just lose your goals or aspirations sometimes in the doing this of life and what this created for us was we had another couple to be accountable for and so we could say this is what we're up to and this is what we really love and then they you know we meet every week and they and then we get to say that you know we get homework and sometimes the other couple gives us homework or sometimes we do but however it works we get to totally pursue things that are really important to us in our relationship in what we're about in the world you can make it you know, as big or as seemingly insignificant as you want, but whatever it is, it's about what you want to create and grow from there.
2: And so can you walk us through what the actual structure is? So from my understanding, you're paired up with another couple for a quarter, right? Mm -hmm. So for three months, you're paired up with another couple, you meet weekly, Mm -hmm. and then pre-COVID, like you said, everyone in the program in, in a certain region will get together in person for kind of like a Social event or some kind of you know you're meeting up, and right. then every quarter you're rotating to a, a new couple that you're
0: coaching with. Is that right? That's correct. And and we have what's called a circle, and each community we have uh, in-person circles. So when we meet weekly, it's always via Zoom or FaceTime or something. And then the quarterly was when we met together, and so those are people who are, live geographically closer. And there are two virtual circles, so there are people in those circles from all over the world, so they will never meet in person.
1: Yeah.
0: they'll always be virtual.
1: Let me jump in and, yeah. and talk a little bit more about that so the origins actually couple's coaching couples started here in Charlottesville, Virginia, and it's mostly an east coast uh program it's been just it's a non profit it's just uh, word of mouth is how it's been spreading and um at one point here in Charlottesville it was the only what they call a circle, so a group of people uh, is is a circle. It was the only one, and then one of the founders or early members decided to to start meeting with people in Washington D.C., Baltimore area, and then they started more, and so it's it's been very organic and very well just. People have been doing that. So when we say circle, we're only meeting with the couples within our circles. There's nine couples in our circle right now. And there's 17 circles uh, around 18, the 18. 18 circles that are um, around the United States. And then there's two virtual circles, one for the East Coast and one for the West Coast. And we have one couple that, that comes in virtually all the time from Taiwan right now. And Very cool. so- so we uh, we were invited to a, a, a circle quarterly. Normally, you would coach on Zoom all week long, and then that once a quarter, everyone would get together in that circle. And all the all the circles in the in the world get together within a week or two of each other
0: uh, on their
1: quarterly on their, on their quarterly meetings. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's kind of fun.
2: And so, and it's a pretty structured call, right? So, can you talk a little bit about like? what are you doing on the call on the weekly call with your, you know, fellow couple, you know, what are you doing on those calls? Cause I think when, when you were describing it, what I thought was so cool was that each quarter you kind of set a fun intention as a couple mm-hmm. and then everything is sort of around that. Can you give an example of a few of the ones that you, that you've yeah. done? Yeah. And, and then what, what does the call actually look like? Like, is it an hour, is it an hour and a half? You know, what do you, what do you do? Yeah.
1: And, and Mel, before we start on that, I, I want to, you know, we use the word uh, couple a lot and we're going to use it in this conversation. But one of the things circling back to why we um, really jumped in so, so hot and heavy into it is there's the distinction within couples, coaching couples, that, that when we come together, there, there's Aisha, there's me, but when you're a couple, it, it forms actually a third entity that is couple, and that is uh, what you're creating from. And it makes it uh, kind of a different experience. So rather than it's, it's, it's my needs in a relationship, Aisha's needs in a relationship, which are always being met, but we come together in a common vision, which is a couple. And through that, we uh, have each of our weekly meetings. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'm trying to think of something... Uh, well, each each quarter we set, set an a, a, intentions, but we, we create a declaration. So we can say our declaration for this quarter if you want. Okay. All right.
1: We, we are, are in the, the flow, creating, creating community, community with, with vision, vision, purpose, and, and passion.
0: passion. So we're working on creating community now for this really awesome project, which is a whole other <laughs> subject. And so we have... Uh, every time we've had uh, declarations, and that's what everyone does. And there's a, a whole coaching process to create this declaration, which is really amazing.
1: Yeah, at the beginning of every quarter, each each couple uh, takes an inventory of, of what they want to do in projects, what they want to do in beingness, like who they want to be as a couple during that quarter, and uh, the other couple leads them through a a process that comes. To a declaration, just like the one that we just shared.
0: Yeah, and so then you meet on a weekly basis, usually an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, if you get super chatty. Uh, but it's it's really you talk. You start with your declaration, and then you talk about kind of what happened in your week, and you know how your homework went, any you know breakthroughs or breakdowns, and you know where you are with those, and then you do something called acknowledgements where like Mark would acknowledge me for different things that happened during the week. And then we'd switch and I'd acknowledge him and you're acknowledging your partner in the presence of another couple, which is really powerful. And then sometimes, you know, we mute, mute our phones or wherever we're on. And so the other couple can think about what homework, you know, based on what we talked about, what, they think that might be useful for us and we can also make um requests for homework um anything else in typical call and then we switch
1: and and then we switch so half of the session is us coaching the other couple and half of them is them coaching us Uh, what we coach from is what couples coaching couples calls is the guidebook and uh we go through four to six weeks with an, a couple that mentors you when you first start to kind of teach you the distinctions of couple coaching couples. There's distinctions of 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent distinctions of what is couple, um, talking about breakdowns. and so there's a, an entire guidebook that you can reference to that has these uh, distinctions built in and they're very much built in uh, anybody that's done personal development in the ont- ontological realm they're in that philosophy.
2: So is that to help you, you know, like you mentioned the word breakdown, like is another word for that. Like we had an argument or we had a fight or we
0: Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. what that
2: refers to. Okay. And so there's sort of some support or guidance or structure around around that kind of thing?
0: Yeah. And so what's important is, you know, it's called couples coaching couples, but they're not obviously all of these couples aren't trained you know couples coaches uh, other than the training that we receive through couples coaching couples but we are questioning we are bringing and reminding we're here to be like a reminder mm-hmm. to to for the other couple and for their greatness and to see you know and mirror back what we see because sometimes we have found you know, sometimes you can be coaching with another couple and then they'll acknowledge, we also acknowledge each other, uh, each other's couple. And sometimes they'll acknowledge us for something. We think, oh, wow, that, you know, we didn't even think about that as anything. And, and we've had that, you know, in reverse where we'll acknowledge something because you see it so clearly, but the other couple doesn't. And so then when they have that you know uh, spoken back to them it's like they can live into that other piece of oh this is how we are in the world this is how we're occurring and it's a very empowering
2: mm-hmm. so is. for example like one of the things I admire about you two as a couple is it feels like you work really well as a team you know it really feels like you two have each other's back and you take care of each other in like small ways is that, I mean, that's true. I, I mean that, but is that an, an example of what kind of acknowledgement you're giving another couple and just seeing how they, how they are together? Yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, for instance, right whenever COVID hit, uh, we were coaching with a couple that had two um, sons that were in high school in ninth grade and I think 11th grade. And all of a sudden, and very involved in sports and music, and all of a sudden they had to take on all of that Plus, they both. Plus, she had just quit her job, and um, they felt like they were just terrible parents because they couldn't get the work done, the the homeschooling. Anyway, it's easy. But, but but what what we did was we saw as a couple that they were actually awesome. They were so committed to their kids, and they were going through. Every hoop they could to make sure that they adjusted when they weren't expecting to adjust. We acknowledged them for it. And in that acknowledgement, they could see where their couple was being coupled, where they had the commitment to their children and they were working together.
0: Yeah. And we have, I think, felt that for us, you know, when people acknowledge or say something about us as a couple. Uh, We did have an experience one time early on where we had gone to a Toastmasters, a big regional convention, and we'd never been there before. And we were taking on something uh, working sound, actually. And we had made the commitment to come as, it's something called couple as source, like sourcing, using your couple as sourcing, you know, whatever's going on, like, And so we were sourcing, I think, commitment or, you know, it's been a while since we did that. But we had numerous people come up to us and say, like, they saw that. So us stepping into that commitment as we were going to this experience, other people could see it. And I don't think without us really being conscious of that Mm -hmm. ahead of time, I don't think we would have really been in partnership in the same way.
1: No, it, it, before couples coaching couples, uh, you know, we were a couple, we would have gone together, but that intention ahead of time, because we had coached into that intention before we ever, uh, went to the convention would have never shown up in the same way. And because of that, it really enhanced our ability to work as a team in all that we did that weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think that's really inspiring and particularly powerful. Two things I love about what you just said one with the acknowledgements and, you know, seeing the couple that was really, really trying their best with their kids, like doing what they could, you know, as much as they could. It's easy, I think, for us to be hard on ourselves, all of us as individuals. And then I would imagine, you know, do you put two perfectionists in a couple? Well, now they're a perfectionist couple and it's easy to kind of get caught up in that. And like, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing enough. And to have another couple that knows you like slow down and acknowledge like actually you're doing great. What I love about that is that that I would imagine if I were in that couple, I would it would relax me and it would help me see like actually we're doing fine. And that would then have me be able to show up for my kids in a more relaxed way. So it serves the family when the couple is resourced. There's something about the couple being resourced that then resources it's like the tree that everything else is shaded under. When you nourish the tree, all of these other things are able to flourish. So it feels really important. And it's not just someone giving them a compliment, it's someone who knows, you know, it's another couple who knows them and who sees them. So I really love that, just being able to see another couple and in a deep way on a regular basis. And then the other part that you mentioned about intentions and setting an intention like, we're going to use our couple to source this event, to be a resource for others and kind of like draw power up from the ground. Like that's what I imagine is like sourcing deep spiritual energy and then, you know, releasing it into the world is a different way of looking at the world and moving through the world that, like you said, you might not have had before this clarity of intention as a team. Like there's something cool about we're setting an intention together to do this together. So it's not as, it's not individualistic. It's kind of like, yes, we're a powerful team and here's how we want to play the game of life right now.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And real quickly they have, you know, in the organization, often they'll go through and interview kids, you know, and say, you know, how, what do you think about, you know, cause there's been people in our circle have been part of couples coaching couples for, you know, decades, some of them. And so their kids were young when they started and, you know, now they're adults or, you know, they, you interview younger kids and they say, Oh yeah, we like it. You know, you know, our parents get on the call and they're in a good mood or, you know, the parents share their declarations with the kids and the kids take on declarations. So it becomes really, it can become a real family affair. It can really spread to the family and really create amazing things in the whole family.
2: Yeah. And it's an uplifting, it's an uplifting thing, right? It's not just focusing on the problems or what's wrong. It's more living into the possibility of what we can create together. And there's something, there's something really beautiful about that. There's something really special about taking time weekly to do that. And then you know, with another couple, I think is like a, it's just, it's very cool. So I'm wondering um, if you could, if you could speak a little bit, because I remember you touching on something when we talked about how it also helped you get through a rough patch. And I'm wondering if you can speak a little bit to because I would assume that that's, you know, couples go through things. And like you said, sometimes there's breakdowns. And I'm wondering if it's been a resource for you, if you could speak a little bit to in what way and how that worked.
0: Yeah, let's see. Well, you want to talk about? Let's see about a
1: year. Probably ago, the I most profound. Talk- yeah, a year ago or so, we really had our our lives, our our business life, our earning life fall apart. We were running out of savings, and we were unable to get the employment that we wanted where we were at. And uh, during that time, we continued to coach. Mm -hmm. We continue to work through it. And I would say that before couples coaching couples, and and we were already married over 30 years whenever we started it. So we'd had had some life experience. It would have been devastating on our personal relationship with each other Mm -hmm. going through that type of financial crisis. And we looked back on that after we finished and we actually came out of it stronger as a couple because we were able to go through it united rather than move into blame or move into uh, just fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, not to say there wasn't, you know, fear or blame, you know, that kind of poked its head up, but uh, really, you know, we had our weekly coaching calls and we could get on and we could just be really real with the other couple we were talking with and, and, you know, they could, you know, just be there, be a listing for us and and then, you know, giving us different homework. And sometimes we'd say like, oh, we don't even want to get on call. You know, we were just kind of in the real low space and then we would get on the call and then we'd be off the call. and We're like, that was so awesome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's good.
0: <laughs> that reminds me of
2: when I talk to my girlfriends, I'm like, I don't really feel like it. And then I'm like, I feel so much better. Like, I'm glad I talked to you. Um, I mentioned homework a few times. And I'm curious if you could go into a bit of, are these like fun exercises or what, what is an example of homework that you, you know, feel inspired to share that you've either given or received? Hmm. Or are you setting homework for yourselves? Like what, what is, what is the you homework?
1: Can, uh, homework. And, and it's, it, it's not homework, like school homework, but it's, it's working on, you know, uh, on your couple. Well, this week, well, one of the homeworks that's been ongoing in this quarter for us, we have whole lots of things to do and lots of activities. And our, our couple keeps reminding us that you need to plan some fun for yourself, and so it's, it's literally part of what we're, we're looking at every week is, oh, we, you know, other than doing this and being on this call and being in this place, we need to do something for ourselves also because you could get lost in that and, and that impacts the relationship. Sometimes it's getting clear on a distinction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like a distinction through couples coaching
0: couples. Like uh, the other week we read something called plus 100% equals 100%, which really is really, what is it like to come fully from couple to say if Mark has some goals, that he has some personal goals, they also become my goals. Not in the sense that I also have to do them for him, but how is it that I'm supporting him? So, and vice versa. So I had one of my goals is to do, some weekly writing, uh, daily. And, but I found that I was letting all these other things get in the way. And so one of the coaching for us, the homework was, you know, how can Mark be, uh, working at, you know, utilizing that distinction of a hundred, hundred, hundred. And so we came up with the idea that he would, I would say, okay, I commit to writing at, you know, 3 PM and then he would set his alarm for 3 PM and just call and say, okay, it's your writing alarm. You know, what's going on with you? And are you ready to start? You know, it's a phone call that takes, uh, maybe 30 seconds, maybe, or yeah. 45. I mean, really, really fast, but yet I feel so supported when Mark can call and say, Hey, how you doing? You know, it's three o'clock. Are you ready to start writing? And I sometimes can say, ah, oh, you're totally right. I got caught up in this other thing or uh, whatever it was. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm dropping everything and doing it now. Or, but anyway, it's, it's really been uh, a great exercise in, in supporting each other. That's really
2: sweet. I mean, uh, there's something really sweet about, you know, your goals. I want, it's, it's almost like, I want to help you achieve your dreams. <laughs> like it's important to me. And it's important to us as a couple that you are able to achieve your dreams. And it's kind of a concrete reminder that you, you know, because having your partner support you in something like that can often be the difference between it happening and not, you know, that, that little nudge, or even just creating the space of like, Oh, I know Aisha's, you know, writing for the next hour. I'm I'm not going to have that person call her or whatever. Just practical support around it feels, again, like uplifting. Like we're both reaching for our best selves. We're both expanding into the biggest potential that we can. It Like there's something that I like about, about the whole like energy of it that feels aspirational and expansive.
1: It, it is. And just think about it, Mel. Uh, sometimes couples can get into uh, almost a make wrong or a nagging around it. Like Somebody says I'm going to write today, and the other half of the couple comes home and says, "Did you write today?" And it becomes kind of more of a, <laughs> a sarcastic thing, and it's like, "No," and uh, that can become like a little a little drip of irritation in the couple. And one of the things that couples coaching couples does so well is you can take care of the big things, like we had a complete financial breakdown, but also it's the little daily things that build up. And uh, we, uh, we actually were able to teach a, a segment of one of the national conventions. Filling Your Bucket was about the couple bucket, about the fact that you could have this uh, energy as couple, at, but it could be uh, leaking a little bit out. And uh, to identify that, and I would say that um, taking care of the, of the upsets as they come up and being able to quickly... Get back onto the same page is probably that's been the, the awesome. most most profound yeah. impact on us in the last year. Mm-hmm.
2: And do you do you feel like you've been able to do that through this program? That that's helped you process little resentments as they occur. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Is that what only, only had, because. Oh, go ahead. Only because of the program. Yes,
0: I mean we had done that, but it's you know I think it's really easy just to say oh I'm going to let it go, but you you know there's this residue that's left over that kind of as Mark was saying it, it kind of it's like a little leak so it's not like a big dump it's just like a little leak of something that's happening and over time you know your couple isn't as awesome as it was because there's just all these kind of unspoken maybe resentments or things that were not fully resolved and we just have found Through different techniques and different things. Gosh, there's, we can just do turbo. Like if something comes up, we can kind of go through it in a real turbo way and, but healthy in a really good way and totally start over. It's been great.
1: Right. And be resolved. Have you ever had one of those conversations and it, you guys just get tired of talking about it. And, and and so you stop talking about it, but it's still there. And we like to say that that's where the, the F word comes into it. How are you doing? fine just (laughs) fine and um but when you can get to the end of it and resolve it and have a clear do-over and start over it's amazing yeah
2: it's great yeah i mean we've you know talked about repair conversations on this podcast before which is what that sounds like and i'm curious you know in terms of trust and and you know Uh, speaking to another couple about what you're going through, I would imagine there are people listening that are like, what if I don't know this couple really well? Are you resolving, like, are you having repair conversations with the other couple present? Or when you're describing what you're describing, is it that you got some training from couples coaching couples on how to have good repair conversations and you're kind of doing it
0: more? Yeah, I mean, I think it can be both. Sometimes there's an opportunity or something comes up on the call and, you know, you could hold the space for the other couple to have a conversation with each other. Um, Or you can have, or you, if you notice there's something going on with the other couple, you can just kind of say what you're observing and, you know, see what's useful at that point. Um, A lot of times we're, you know, we, we took the material and made it, Um, hours I guess as everyone would and we just figured out what works for us and there's certain things like a like a, a one thing that they do is called a five and five so and we shifted it a little bit to even meet our needs but one person talks for five minutes about whatever's going on and the other person kind of mirrors back and make sure they fully hear. And then you switch. And then we just added the piece of, um, is there anything that you are taking responsibility for asking forgiveness for? And, um, you know, what's the next steps forward? What do you commit to doing? And we've actually done it in, in a larger groups even and, you know, where there's been some breakdowns in groups and uh, it's been, it's super powerful.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a, um, it sounds like a helpful structure in terms of going through something like that, especially if there's hurt feelings or misunderstanding of some kind, like I thought I was doing this and then this happened or whatever it is. Um, but to have some kind of structure around that, And it's, it's, it sounds like from what you're describing that you've benefited from doing that a few times
0: for sure (laughs) in a
2: structured way. And then you're able to do it in a mini version, you know, more often in, in, you know, in your life as
1: Mm -hmm.
2: a, so yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering now if you, I mean, you kind of already spoke to this in terms of that, but as you've moved through the program and as you've been doing it, is there anything else you've noticed in terms of how you've grown as individuals and grown as a couple?
1: Hmm. I'd say as an individuals whenever you're in a strong and safe couple, I think you feel more comfortable to actually take risks in your personal life because you hmm. feel like that if you if you take a risk and it and it works out you have somebody to celebrate with if you take a risk and it doesn't work out you have somebody that's um, a support to you that's really on the same page and you feel safe to do it so I think for me personally it's created more of a sense of safety.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I would ag- definitely agree with that. And I think as a couple, what I've noticed is we are focused on our couple more than we were. And as Mark said, we when we joined Couples Coaching Couples, I think we'd been married for like 35 years. So you think, oh, 35 years, you had everything figured out. <laughs> no. And Uh, it's just a a whole other way to pay attention, like, oh, just to, to pay attention to what's going on and, you know, catch the things that are going great. And if things are, they, they have something called a couple dance and it's something that you fall into and you go like an example could be, you know, the couple dance in the car. Like every time you get in the car, you're, you're taking on these roles and then it devolves really quickly. And you know, that's, you know, is something that happens. And so in couples coaching couples, one of the things you do is you name it. You name the dance. Mm-hmm. And then you say, oh, well, if we don't want to do that dance, then what are we, what kind of positive steps are we taking? So our first dance we named the Tangled Tango.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you want to say what it was about? Yeah.
1: It, it was something that, Uh, we've found to be pretty common is getting out the door. There's a (laughs) a different perception. Like as a guy, I think that, you know, we can get out the door in a certain amount of time and we should be in the car. But then sometimes uh, Aisha feels that we don't have to leave so soon (laughs) as (laughs) I do. And uh, there would be this tension of me trying to hurry her up like come on come on come on we got to get going and her being in a place of saying it's not going to take us that long to get there and then I would be in a place of well what if there's a traffic jam she'd be like what if there isn't but it, (laughs) it would actually cause tension but there's something about naming it and identifying it that had us be able to um Think ahead of time about our departures and just be on the same page.
0: Yeah, and just solve it. And it was so amazing to recognize it and say, oh, well, what could we do? Let's get on the same page before. We don't want to do the tangle tango. And then we get on the same page before. And for something that had gone on for as long as we had been married, seriously,
1: (laughs) since we were dating. Yeah,
0: from the beginning, to just name it and then say, oh, if we want to avoid this, what would we do? Well, it would be this, and then it was gone. It like, was gone. It hardly comes up anymore.
1: Yeah, barely. That's amazing. I, I can't tell you how many upsets we had on our way to a, a, a birthday party or a family gathering, and, and we had to just take a deep breath and get out of the car afterwards. But that's yeah, rare now.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It once we uh, identified it and then figured out what we had to do to keep that from happening. And we were both on the same page with it. It was really amazing. You know, we still had a few, but my goodness, since two and a half years ago, I would say it's maybe happened three times or so or four. Very few, but it used to happen constantly. (laughs) I mean, that is so relatable. That example, it's such
2: a good example. And I think that there's something about naming it like the tangled tango that makes it a little more fun and a little more like we can hold it with some lightness and be like, you're right, we've been doing this dance for 35 years. Like do a different dance. This dance isn't that fun. And then we get to this event and we're stressed out and your feelings are hurt and my feelings are hurt and we're irritated. And we show up and we're less present with our family members because we're irritated. And it takes us the whole party to reconnect. And like, that's not a cool dance. Let's do something else. Um, (laughs) Since we're on on the topic, I'm dying to know, like, what did you, what adjustments did you guys make to, to prevent that, to, you know, solve that?
0: I think we just would say, okay, we have this event at 530. So we want to avoid a Tangle Tango. Let's come together and decide right now, just be clear and open, like what time Do we need to leave? And sometimes Mark would say, well, I think we need to leave at five. And I'd say, well, I know it's 15 minute drive and I have this coming up until then. And so I'm not going to really be able to fully get ready until here. You know, can we make it, you know, even 510 or 508 or just, you know, we could just have a conversation about it ahead of time. And that's all it took. That's literally all it took. And just to have a place to be heard instead of just being in in the moment and being annoyed, like, it it could take 30, come on, you know, or, you know, whatever it it is.
1: Part of it was, I was, a lot of it, it... was initiated by me because I wasn't being couple in it. I, I'm used to, you know, at work in other areas, just, you know, deciding when something's going to get done. And I think I would just make the decision, Hey, we're going to leave at five fifteen. And I did not have agreement with Aisha. We were not couple about it. And, and then when my uh, declaration wasn't met, <laughs> uh, because she's just going to, you know, be kind of a little passive aggressive and say, well, you might think we're going to leave at five fifteen, but we're, you know we're not going to go out the door if I'm not with you. And it, it was just not being couple about it, and, and stopping and saying, "Okay, we know that we have a difference of opinion sometimes on when we leave. Let's just figure it out. let's just figure it out." And one of the beauties about being coached by another couple is many times we can see that in another couple when they're interacting with each other and they can see it in us and it's like when you're inside the picture frame you can't see the art you
0: can't see the picture you can't
1: see the picture but when somebody else is listening they can they can coach you to be aware of that and of course once you have the awareness uh then you can you know name the dance or name whatever it is and fix it fix it have joy yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Have more fun. (laughs) I really like that. I mean, I just there's something. It's so true about you can't always see. see, You can't always see yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. other attuned people can, and if they express it with love, not judgment, but with some love and caring, I mean, that can be a game changer. I mean, it really can, like, really change the game. And it sounds like that's you know kind of a foundational element of the program. Is it's just being with another couple, paying attention to them and reflecting some things back. And anyone can do that, really. I mean, that's a part of what I like about it, too, is it feels pretty reachable, doable. You know, it doesn't necessarily take forever to learn what you're describing. And then you're kind of each serving each other. So as we're starting to wrap up here, I'm wondering if you can um, speak a little bit to the demographics of um, my understanding is this is for people who are in committed partnerships only. And is it? also only um for heterosexual couples or is there a circle or somehow are other folks invited in and also could you talk about
0: like age demographics do you have a sense of that sure uh it's for any committed couple uh, and so married or unmarried married or unmarried Gay or
1: straight.
0: yeah um and as far as age demographics that's a good question i think it's a big Mix. Like our circle has some uh, couples that are maybe married for like under 10 years and other couples, like we have a couple that's been married
1: 50 years. You know, yeah. there's so we've got couples in their 80s and couples in their 30s and, and everything <laughs> in between.
0: So it's kind of cool, actually. You know, I think if you if you're a couple that's been married maybe under 10 years, and you have little kids and then you're going to coach one quarter with a couple who've been married for 50 years, say, um, there's, there's a sweetness to coming together with someone who has maybe gone through a lot of what you're going through and, and vice versa. You know, if you've been married for a whole long time, you may see some things that really come up with, um, you know, with them. So it, it's, it's a really, a cool, a cool thing.
1: Yeah. Aisha's the far better reader. I'm going to have her read just a recent statement that we posted on our, we've got a closed group uh, for Facebook.
0: Oh, yeah. So it says, in these unprecedented times, we reaffirm CC, that's Couples Coaching Couple Couples, transformative purpose, which is to permeate the world with peace and harmony. We are here for our member couples, our circles, and our community, and for those couples whose lives we have not yet touched. The bond that couples have is universal and permeates our humanity, regardless of gender or sexual orientation, age, race, or religion. CCC stands for inclusiveness and diversity and freedom of expression and love.
2: Oh, I love that. That's really beautiful. I, I, It's such a powerful statement, especially in these times that are so uncertain in so many different ways. Yeah. To really kind of put forth like, we're about peace and harmony, and again, to me, it's so important that we do as a culture support couples because they are the foundational element of families. And family structures create new humans, right? That's who supports the next generation. And you know, I think the world would be better if we all had functional families.
0: Yeah, I'm ready for that? <laughs>
2: So goals, hashtag goals. Um, So if if a couple is interested in participating, I'm curious, it sounds like the program was initially an East Coast based program and had lots of in-person and still has in-person, although probably socially distanced at the moment, uh, events. But if someone is interested in participating, I have a pretty diverse audience and geographically diverse and diverse in a number of different ways. And so I'm just wondering, you know, who can, who can participate and how would they sort of find the, the right person to contact?
0: Yes. Well, I'll start with that. So there's an email that I can give you that if someone just wants some more information, they can email ops at couplescoachingcouples.org that's o-p-s at couplescoachingcouples.org and they can just say hey i'm interested here's my area that i'm in so we have circles that are currently in atlanta there's four circles in baltimore there's two in virginia we have Washington, D.C., Delaware, Denver, Hudson Valley, Michigan, Northern California, Northern New Jersey, Ohio Valley, a couple in Seattle, and then we have our two virtual couples, our virtual circles. circles, sorry, and they, and we have often people will, if they're in some area, they can come from anywhere and just be a virtual member, that we're starting to do that more and if you don't live in a geographic area where a circle exists, and you're one of those, you know, starters who really loves this idea, we'll support you in getting a new circle going where you are. Yeah, you know, create it where you are. We have a team of people who help start new circles, grow.
2: That's very cool. And it brings up one of my last questions, which is I'm um, have you invited other couple friends of yours in? Is it, is it weird? Is it not weird working with people that you actually know pretty well? Cause I would imagine I just, that's a different way of relating with, with people that, you know,
1: it is, it actually creates a far more intimacy with the people that in we a, know in
0: a closeness, in, yeah. in a
1: closeness. And when you're, you're in a, so There's two relationships within couples, coaching couples. There's the the couple, but when you get together and coach, you become a quartet, and that becomes a relationship also. So for three months, you're in this very intimate and very deep conversation on how can uh, the quartet grow and how can each couple in the quartet support each other. So it's it's a very nurturing environment, and uh, even when people are – being coached through difficulties in their life, it's it's not a awkward situation. Or at least we have not experienced that. We've not that. experienced it. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's been... I think it's been great. We were uh, invited into the circle by a couple that we were friends with and we enjoyed, you know, getting to know them at an even deeper level and then also all these other couples that were in our circle. So it's been every every quarter has a different flavor to it because you're coaching with someone else and it it's always like the perfect thing and because our circle has uh an odd number of couples one couple will always be virtual and so you can co- coach with someone you know anywhere they put you together with a couple and that's always been so perfect so it's really a cool... You get to know people, not only in your geographic area, but all, all over. You know, I think something that's really important about that too is that
2: I think it's really easy in modern life to become isolated as a couple. A lot yeah. of us live alone, alone as in the couple lives in a separate house, not a lot of access to friends and family sometimes. depends on where you live, but I think it's, it's pretty easy for couples to feel alone or to be isolated only be talking about their couple stuff with each other. Um, They might have limited capacity in terms of that. They might not know how to do things better within their couple. They're just basically going off of what they learned from their families of origin. And if they haven't done a lot of self-exploration, then sometimes that can be pretty limited. So it feels really inclusive to have something like this, where not only are you getting support, but you're getting a variety of perspectives because you're, you're rotating every quarter so you're seeing what other couples look like, too. Like, oh, how do you guys do it? What do you guys, you know, you just kind of get more of a range of perspectives because it, it does feel to me, we, you know, we used to, as, as humans, live in tribes and we had a lot more access and a lot more support and a lot more just life experience around us um, that we have lost as we've moved into the nuclear family. We all live in separate houses thing. It's, it's gone and so this feels like an important way to get some of that, at least some of that back. And like you said, you know, having a 30-something couple coaching with a 60-something couple, there's something really special about that because a lot of us don't, you know, have intergenerational families structures anymore on a day-to-day basis, right? We see our extended families, you know, once or twice a year, but this is a weekly thing where you get to reflect and have kind of some other other people's life experience (laughs) to back you up. And, and yeah, there's something really special about that.
1: There is, I, I hadn't thought about it as like a, a modern day tribe, but it really does have that, that Mm -hmm. feel. And there's the diversity and you get to learn and, and grow with another couple. But I think one of the things that we found was also that idea of, Oh, we're not the only ones that I'm go through that or, or feel <laughs> that. So there's a camaraderie there. It's like, <laughs>
0: yeah, you don't. I think sometimes, well, at least for us, we would look at things that would happen and we'd think, ah, you know, this, I, you know, it feels like it's only you, that all the other couples you see are, you know, super happy and doing their thing. And you're like, ah, oh, we're the only ones that are doing this. Everyone else has it all together. But the truth of it is we're all working and growing together and we all trip up. And, and so when other people can share it, then you go, oh, gosh, yeah, you know, we can totally relate. So and, and to laugh at it and be light with it and, and know that, oh, we can get through this. It's all right. I mean, how many other couples, how many thousands or millions of
2: couples can relate to the Tangled tango? I'm like, I mean, there are people listening. They're like, yup, did that with my last partner. Like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so I think that's, yeah, that's really great. Okay, so um, any last sort of words of wisdom for couples out there that might be considering this?
0: Hmm, well, I would say if you're in a committed couple and you're from any anywhere in the range of like you're going along and you're neutral and everything's just you know okay it's not or it could have its you know kind of intense times now and again but you know you're fine <laughs> the f word you're fine uh all the way up to like you're happily been you're happily married you're newlyweds or whatever like couples coaching couples can just take it and kind of it's like focusing this love ray on your couple. And then you you get to say, wow, we can commit time and energy to our couple. We're saying it's important. We're saying we matter as a couple. And what we're up to in the world really matters. And we're gonna we're gonna really spend some time and some um energy directed back at our couple and not just let it all fritter away and worldly things.
1: Yeah. And and I'll speak to the guys out there. This is really a great way uh, to create even more intimacy with your wife. And we talked about the, you know, getting rid of the little upsets that are along the way, you know, when they have a headache or, you know, when they don't feel like being intimate with you many times, it's those unsaid things that are in there. And, And so the amount of joy and intimacy that gets created just from nurturing that couple it, is amazing. It, it, it's, it's well worth your time. And it's something that uh, all of us guys appreciate in the program.
2: That is well said. I'm glad you, you spoke to that. I think that's really powerful. Um, thank you. And Aisha, why don't we just drop that email address? I think it was OPS. OPS, OPS, at,
0: OPS at couplescoachingcouples.org. Perfect. And if you just say that you're interested in hearing some and, you know, your geographic location and that, and even if you heard it here on the podcast, dear me, um, Yeah. Yeah. Give the podcast a shout out. That's cool.
1: <laughs> and if you just want to look at the website itself, just to read a little bit of information, it's the couplescoachingcouples.org, but the direct communication where somebody would get back in touch with you. And this is. Really, we, we, we share about it liberally in our conversations. You heard about it because we, we, we don't keep it a secret like we're doing it in a closet. <laughs> However, there's, there's not a big movement to, to recruit people in. Like if you send something to that email, you're going to get the information you ask for and, and you're not going to start some program of people trying to bring you in. It's going to be a conversation of, is there some way that we can serve you? Yeah, it's totally true.
2: Thank you. Thanks for speaking to that. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Just again, a quick note if you're interested in the course, you can find it at pleaserinbed.com, www.pleaserinbed.com or at my site, melaniecurtin.com under courses and have a very sexy day.